Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Let us stand, everybody. Everybody standing and let us pray. Father, thank you for the blessing of your holy word today. Guide us, lead us, minister, turn us into candles. For your word says that no one lights a candle and puts it under a bushel. You have lit us up, O Lord, and made us candles. Use us for your glory. Send us, O Lord, to Zabulon and Nephtalim, where people are waiting to hear from us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated by your fellow candle. Greet your fellow candle and say, Candle John or Candle Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 1. Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be as was in her vexation. When at the first he lightly afflicted the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. And afterward he did more grievously afflict her by the way of the sea. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light amen Amen. the people that walk in darkness have seen a great light hallelujah now in matthew chapter 4 zabalon and nephthalim verse 13 and leaving nazareth he came and dwelt in capernaum which is upon the seacoast in the borders of Zabalon and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zabalon and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness saw a great light, and to them which sat in the region and the shadow of death, light is sprung up. Amen. And finally, Matthew, Matthew, chapter 5. Amen. Matthew. Do you know Matthew? Chapter 5. And we are reading verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Amen. Now, 
these are three scriptures that I have read to you in succession. Do you, did you notice I read three whole scriptures? How many noticed? How many were not sure? You thought I was just reading something. You're waiting for me to finish reading and talking. Listen, there were three Bible verses we read. One was in Isaiah. It was a prediction about Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 1. All right? Can you put it up there? Thank you very much. And this is a prophecy of Jesus. He says, those that sit in darkness by Galilee. All right? You see Galilee down there? That's where we'll be going when we go to Israel. I'll stand on the ship with you when we are on the ocean. And I'll point to you Zabalon and Nephthalim there. Yeah. And in between it is Capernaum. Yeah. That was where Jesus' hometown was. That's where his headquarters was in the ministry. All right? Then we go to Capernaum. It's the only town left on the, on the, in the towns of on Galilee. All the towns are gone, except Capernaum is also gone, and then uh, Tiberias is the only other place left. So, Zabalon and Naphtali, all right? And they see. Now go to Matthew 4, the other scripture I opened, verse 13, yeah? Leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum. Which is upon the sea coast. Is it just by the sea? Capernaum is. You stand in Capernaum, that's the sea. When you are standing in Capernaum, here's the sea. So, what happens is that they usually take us out on a ship. Then, when you're on the ship, you can see all the places. This Capernaum, this is here, this is Gadara, where Jesus cast out the devils when he crossed the water. All those things. This is what we are going to look at. When you are 5,000 people, is this is an agreement we can make. Is it possible? No, sir, at the back are not saying anything. Are you, are you with us? Is everything okay? Are you candles? Are you alive? Are you bringing light? Very good. All right. Now, now uh, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the sea coast in the borders of Zeph- uh, Zabalon and Nephtalim. All right. Verse, the next verse, that it might be fulfilled. What Isaiah said, okay? Okay? Do you understand what Isaiah said? It's happening 500 years before. It's happened. So accurate that people think it wasn't written when it was written. Yeah. Jesus went exactly to uh, Capernaum, which is between Zabalon and Nephthal. That's where he went to preach. So that's, that's, that's how come you can preach to Jews and can show them, you know, from their own Bible that this was predicted in Galilee just in Galilee, between this and this, will come somebody, he will preach. So you see the verse, Matthew 5, 4, it was fulfilled, all right? And then, no, back to uh, Matthew 4, 13, yeah. Living in Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum. So he, Jesus actually went to live in Capernaum. He was living in Nazareth. Now, when we go to Israel, you see, we come to Nazareth, which is not by Galilee at all. It's completely different. You see a big sign, Nazareth, and you turn and you go there. Of the motorway, you'll be there. Yeah. Oh, those on this side are not. I said you'll be there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sit down. Now. Power, 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 please. All right. Which is on the sea coast, Zabalon. All right. Verse fourteen. Fourteen. That it might be fulfilled. Verse fifteen. Beautiful. The land of Zabalon and the land of Nephthalim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, 
Galilee of the Gentiles. Huh? Next verse, please. The people which sat in darkness saw great light. And to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, life is sprung up. Amen. Amen. So, people who are sitting in darkness and in the shadow of death, they see a great light. So, Jesus was, went to Zabulon, in between Zabulon and Nephilim, and went to be a great light. Now, you, now let me come to you. How does it apply to you? This is Isaiah. This is Jesus. Isaiah, 2,500, 600, 3,000 years ago. And then Jesus, 2,000 years ago. Now you, what's your name? Eden. 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 Like in the Garden of Eden. Wow. Eden. Wow. And let's go to Matthew 5, verse 15. Beautiful. You, or, or verse 14. You are the light of the world. You are light now. So Jesus was light. As I said, there will be a light. Jesus came, he was the light. Now Jesus said, you are the light. Fantastic. Congratulations, neighbor, fellow candle. It is a pleasure to meet you with you and to interact with you. Introduce yourself. I'm candle, so, so, and so, and so, and so. Wow. Now, as a candle in the dark, Jesus was sent to this. It was predicted that he would go to between Zabulon and Naphtali. Now, you two are going to go to Zabulon and Naphtali as a light. Yeah. So now we are trying to locate Zabulon and Naphtali in your life. Is that not so? How many would like to discover where exactly is Zabulon and Naphtali or Naphtali? Are you sure you want to know? Now let's go back to Matthew chapter 4 and we can locate Matthew, we can locate Zabulon. Yeah, let's find it. Let's find it. We can find it. Now, leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast in the borders of Zabulon and Naphtali, verse 14, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Huh? That what? The land of Zabulon, land of Naphtali, by the way, by this way of the sea beyond Jordan. So we have to look for sea. We have to look for Jordan, Galilee. No, let's go down. We're going to find a spiritual location. Go down. The people that sat in darkness. So we have to find the people that are in darkness and them who are sitting in the region and shadow of death. Then we found Zabulon and Naphtali. Yeah. Then we found Zabulon and Naphtali and we can go there. Oh, true or not true? Yeah. Just as Jesus was sent as a light to the world, you are being sent as a light to the world. Jesus was sent location, Zabulon, Naphtali. You too, Zabulon, Naphtali. Let's locate it. What is in Zabulon and Naphtali? Darkness and the shadow of death. Yes, and you are a candle sent into the darkness. So let us find 10 places in the Bible that are defined clearly as Zabulons and Naphtalis. Number one. Number one. Number one. I'm giving you ten Zabulons. And when I, by the time I finish, you know exactly where you're going for the rest of your life. Wow. Number one. Zabulon is 
a, a nation with a lot of darkness. A nation which, are, which is filled with darkness. So that's one of the places God is sending you to somewhere which is filled with darkness. What does that mean? Exodus chapter 10 verse 21. And the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Wow. So God is sending you number one to nations which are totally wrapped up in darkness. And that's exactly what William Carey did. He went to India, a nation completely enveloped in darkness. And we are right in his hometown. It is prophetic. And the Lord said to Moses, stretch your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. And they saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Can you imagine that? And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye and serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your heads be stayed, and let your little ones also go with you. Now, there are nations, you see, in this scripture, you see that he said, let there be darkness over all of Egypt. And it was only in the house of the Israelites that there was light. So there are countries, the whole country is enveloped in darkness. And that is one of the places that God is going to send you. Now, what is darkness? You know what darkness is? Where there is no light. The light of the gospel is very dim. And one of the ways you can be a light to the world is to be a missionary. A missionary. Do you want to be a missionary? Yeah. And God wants to use you as a missionary. And to send you. Now, there are nations where the whole country is in darkness. Most of the European countries have become totally enveloped in darkness. Most of the European countries. Yeah. So there are national darkness. Like it's almost complete, almost total. There There are nations when a church is not allowed. Yes, church is not allowed. And there are nations where it is not allowed to preach. Total, blackout, 100%. Yeah. I know a country that has only one church. One official church. Just one. is not allowed. Nothing else. Mauritania. Nobody is allowed there. No nothing. <laughs> you cannot go there to do no, no nothing, no crusade. No church. Yeah. When you say Switzerland has 0.5 Christians, 0.5%, what are you talking about? So you know that you over here in the UK, you know, this country, I wouldn't say is completely enveloped in darkness because of your presence. You are the light, like the light you bring. There's some prayer, there's some salvation, there's some mercy here. Yes. I wouldn't say that for the UK. Yeah, huh? There's some candles here. Yeah. But there are many nations that are total black. So some of us feel that, you know, God will send us, God will send us to places where 
you know, everything is working already. I tell you, God is sending us to nations that are complete. Everything is not working. Nothing, no church works. Nothing works. Yeah. That's that Zabulon. I don't know what else you want to hear. That's Zabulon. It's a place of darkness. He said, let there be darkness in the whole of Egypt. The whole country. And many nations, I don't want to mention the names. You can imagine many nations where no Christian is allowed. It's not allowed. You bring Bible, it's not allowed to bring a Bible. No Bible, no nothing. So, Christians, and, and the reason why nobody can go to those places is because Christians, for some years, we've stopped going to such nations. Yeah. We only say in safe places. And he asks, is, is it safe? Is it safe? You, you don't fly there? You don't have no airport? Is it safe? You have Ebola? You have this? You have that? Yeah. So that's the first place. Total nations. That is nothing. Zero. Zero, zero. It's not wanted. It's not allowed. You cannot. You cannot. We don't want church here. All right. Second. And if you ask me, nations enveloped in darkness, you'll find a lot of European nations are like that. A lot. Islamic nations are like that. They don't want Christianity. Darkness of confusion. The next one. Darkness. So the first double on is national darkness. National darkness. Centers of nationwide darkness, like Egypt. The next one is countries of confusion places where there's a lot of confusion and a lot of african countries fall into this type of darkness there's a lot of confusion i'll show you in the bible genesis 1 verse 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void darkness was upon the face of the deep And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was what? Light. Now, what was over the face of the deep? Darkness. And God moved. Now, what was the F? In Isaiah 14, it says in verse 12, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, this which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the congregation in the sides of the Lord. This is Lucifer speaking. And then he said, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I'll be like the most high. And then he said, yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. And they that see thee shall look narrowly upon you. All right. And then they will say, is this the man who made the earth tremble? Is this the person that shook kingdoms? Is this the person that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof and opened not the house of his prisoners? So Lucifer is someone who destroys the world. And in fact, he makes the world into a wilderness. So in many African countries, you find the forest that was in places a thousand years ago is still there 
It's still a wilderness, an intact wilderness. It's intact. Yes. And since Adam, it's the, it is still a wilderness. When we went to have a crusade in a town called Donkokrum, the, the, the insects that came, came from a virgin forest. We cleared the forest and the, the insects from a virgin forest, they flooded the whole pitch. We, we couldn't see. They're just insects flying. Still a wilderness. And Lucifer is the one who turns nations into wilderness. And people believe that between Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, something happened. Look at Genesis chapter 1 and 2 together. Look at it. Are you with me? Are you with me? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. All right? Is that one? Where does one end? Earth. God made it beautiful. And all the planets are beautiful. But now suddenly the earth was without form and void. And there was darkness. So how did it become a wilderness? So many people believe what is in Isaiah 14, what I just read, that Lucifer turned the world into a wilderness by coming here and turned the world into a wilderness. So the creation as we know it is actually not a creation, but a recreation. That's why I said replenish the earth. Is it to replenish? You don't replenish unless, unless already replenished. Then you replenish. Are you with me? Is it English I'm speaking? All right, yes. Replenish. Refill. Refill. All right? So the whole world is spot. Anyway, whatever it is, we know that the whole world is spot. So there is a darkness. He said that made the world as a wilderness. All right? So there are nations that Lucifer has made them like a wilderness. So going there is like you are going away from civilization. And many African countries are like that. True. You'll be surprised at what is called an airport. You know, one time I was going, I was flying out of a certain African country whose name begins with a G. But it's not Ghana. And as I was walking to the plane, no, no, as I was walking to the plane, I, I just thought, what am I feeling under? Just as I was getting to the plane. So I just felt, you know, let me rub it. It was gravels. And I realized that the runway and the whole airport was just gravel. Either it was concrete that has spoiled or it was gravel. But I think it was gravel because it looked a little reddish. It was in the night. I couldn't see. So I just did this. Just by the wheels of the plane. I said, wow. Only one plane comes there every, 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 every day. Only one plane. <laughs> so the world has, is a wilderness. And the darkness covers the confusion. But God sends his light. So one of the places you'll be sent to is these places of darkness. So I've sent many missionaries to many dark places. Ah, dark country I sent people to was Mozambique. Yeah, Mozambique. Yeah. I drove in Mozambique all the way up. I'm sure there are some people from Mozambique here. And it was dark. Dark, only one road going. Dark on the right, dark. Were you there in Mozambique? You went to Mozambique? Yeah? Or you? You were in Mozambique? Not a camp, crusade. Yeah. Which town did you go to? Uh, 
What? Matola? Uh, now you didn't go deep. <laughs> Should we leave them out? You see, some people say, you see the song that Ida was singing? Those are, that's, those are the words of William, some of the words from William Carey. He said, he said, people feel that if God wants the world to be saved, he will somehow bring the gospel to them or somehow bring them to the gospel. But it's like, we don't know how it's going to happen. But it's, it's somehow, yes, yeah, somehow he'll bring the gospel to them or he'll bring them to the gospel. It's like, it's really up to him. Yeah. Why should we worry ourselves with this great commission? It's been completed. Go to the, all the world. We've, we've, it's been done. And that was the mind. That's the mind of Christians. And I want to say that Christians here in England, you must not be scaredy cats. Scared of the darkness. Yes. And of, of, the, of, the, of confusion. You can be happier in the midst of confusion sometimes than so-called order. You know, when you go to Switzerland, very, the, one of the most orderly countries in the whole world, and yet one of the countries with the highest rates of suicide, highest depression, sadness, the people are not happy people. Yes. So it's not as about making things orderly. It's about being happy and flowing and everything working out. So you can have all these orderly things and then you are still depressed. So you must be ready to go to your Zabulon. Now, I don't know who God is going to choose to go there. How many want God to choose you to send you to the wilderness of confusion? (laughs) Don't raise your hand for what you don't know because I'm serious. How many want God to send you to the darkness of confusion? A place of confusion. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you want God to send you. And then how many don't want God to send you? Those who didn't raise their hand are likely to be the people God is sending to the darkness of confusion. It's true. Huh? I don't understand. And they feel the burden. And they can't raise their hand because the burden. They feel the call so much to the na- the places of confusion. And they can't even the hand can't even go up. Like the hand is is, is on the side. Okay, then let tell your neighbor to help you to lift your hand. You want to lift your hand. Help some people. You help some people to lift their hand. like somebody's going to marry you and the person says I love you baby and I'm going to marry you on condition that you have a child no child my marriage I with you is ending no that's a condition would you like that is there something wrong with that person what's wrong with that person what's wrong with that person condition but I thought you were just giving God condition. Send me to the darkness, but not this darkness. If it's this darkness, no. If it's, if it's that darkness, no. If it's that darkness, no way. No way. No way. God, you got your options. I'm giving you one, two, three. The rest is a no-go. 
Yeah, I don't want I don't want no darkness of no confusional darkness. No, Lord. I mean, I've had enough problems in my life. How many of you would like to have somebody who's going to How many one day like to have a servant or servants in your in your life? You don't want servants? Okay, those who want servants come this way. I pray for you. Father, bless them with many servants in their lives. Okay. Okay, okay. Now, how many of you would like to have a servant who comes with these following conditions? Uh, the condition that the servant says, I'll do everything but this one thing. From 11 o'clock in the evening, let's be reasonable. From 11 to 6, I sleep. And I, 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 you cannot call me between 11 and 6 in the morning but everything else i'll I'll wash your underwear i will i will i'll clean your toilet i'll do the but from 11 please don't call me it's it's only seven hours in a day how many would like to have such a servant then why is it that some of you are saying lord I'm ready to go as a, a candle in the dark, but it must be the UK darkness. The, the UK darkness. There must be Tesco. There must be Sainsbury's. Lord, I love Sainsbury's. I love Tesco's. Euro darkness. It must be a Euro darkness. Send me to Euro darkness. Listen, loosen up. How many would like to marry somebody who says, when you, when, you, when you marry the person, the person gives you a white envelope. The person gives you a white envelope. And when you open the envelope, it has little, little red flags, like with a toothpick and whatever. And, and the person has a little sticker and he says, no go don't touch here and put a little flag these are the little flags this is not allowed this is not wanted this is not accepted everything else is accepted but these flags conditions would you like a beloved who gives you such i don't do this i don't do this i don't do this i don't do this would you like to have somebody like that You want somebody who will say what? I do everything. I do everything. Wow. You want, you want a, a husband or a wife who says I do everything. But you want God to marry you and you say I don't do everything. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54. You don't want to do everything for God. We can't start that kind of thing in the first love church. This type of, I mean, I do only up to this. Isaiah 54 verse 5. If you believe the Naphtalim and whatever, what does Isaiah 54 verse 5 say? It says... For thy maker is thine husband. 
Thy what? Thy maker is thine husband. Now your husband, your maker, wants to make you go here. He wants to make you go up. He wants to make you go down. Sit on this side. Stand over here. He says, no maker, no maker. (laughs) We We have restrictions. It's red flag, no. So Imani, I don't know why the people were raising your hand like that. But it, it looks like you've got some serious restrictions. Yeah. And that's, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. You can't have restrictions. You can't have conditions. I do this. I don't do this. I do this. I don't. When you, when you marry, you must be ready for everything. Auto-pa- you must be like power steering. You are touch screen. You just touch. Just touch you. You are flowing. Facial recognition, you see the face. You don't need to talk. You don't need to, you don't need to say, uh, I want to request uh, A, B, C, D. I want to ask. No, you just look at the face like that. Oh, it comes alive. iPhone X. You see, you don't want somebody with restrictions. Ben, you want somebody with restrictions. Did you get such an envelope when you got married with little red flags? My pastor in London, he told me many years ago, some people marry, they have little red flags. This is not allowed, this is not allowed. I went in 1983, he told me. He was preaching, he said that people marry, they have little red flags. This, this is not allowed, this is not done, this is whatever, we don't accept this, 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 that. And he said all those things are not in the Bible. But there are people that come, you know, they're from some of these backgrounds. They have all the restrictions, you know, this, that, that, that. Yeah, we don't, we don't do this, you know. I kiss only on the forehead, you know. You can just kiss me on the forehead. Yeah, you just kiss me on the forehead. This, this is what I want, I told you. I don't need, I don't need infections, you know. I don't need infection. I don't, I don't need sore throat. Just kiss on the forehead. Wow. What a shock. God wants like, God, thy maker is thy husband. Yeah. You ask those who are married. If you are married, that's why, that's why sometimes people, it's not that when people are going to marry again, they, they want to marry a married person. I mean, somebody who's been married before. Yeah, because she has learned humility. Because one of the things you learn in marriage is that you are nothing. By the time they finish with you, realize that, hey, what is left of me? (laughs) There's nothing left of me. Yes, I'm nothing. Yes. By the time your maker has finished with you, and that's how God is with us. By the time your maker has finished with you, there's nothing left of you. You are nothing. Yeah. You can't help feeling like nothing when you are with God. When you really get close to God, you can't help feeling like nothing. I can't remember the last time I felt good. Like, oh, wow, it's powerful. You become nothing. Yeah. So a married woman is more humble. More humble. Oh. Husband, you see, facial recognition. It's working. Unlock. Just look at unlock. The, the new phone, you look at the face, it sees you. Even in the dark, it sees you. Oh. It knows what it means. A yes, bishop preacher has one like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he was showing, he was demonstrating. He said, look, in the dark, my phone knows me. When I just wink at my phone like that, I said, wow. <laughs> the phone is even better than some wives. fellow candle no more restrictions on god look stop or no more restraint whatever god wants we are doing it we are flowing with god fully yeah and all the first love wives are going to be fantastic wives yeah Listen, Shh. I was talking to a non first love wife the other day. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, she had all restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. All restrictions. No, 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 no. Not now, not later. No, this. So, I asked her, so you, when you were in the world, and you were with those foolish boys, when they blow the whistle, <coughs> do you start running? She said, I was running. When they blow another whistle, <coughs> you start jumping. She said, I was jumping. You were doing every somersaulting, acrobatics, long jump. Can you imagine long jump? Marital long jump. (laughs) And now you are you are married. You don't recognize even facial recognition. You have so many hang ups. Little little red flags from your envelope that you brought. A certain lady. She told her daughter when her daughter was going to marry. You have to be careful of the advice they give you. Eh? She told her daughter, one thing I can tell you, my husband has never seen me. Your father has never seen me naked before. Yeah. Now, all these things my pastor told me. I'm telling you what my pastor told me. Said, what do you do know my father, my husband? You don't believe it? I'm telling you what I heard practically. You don't believe it? It was a candle in the dark. <laughs> anyway. Shh. All right. Are you still around? I've given you two Zabulons and Naphtalims. One is Nasnal, a nation that is totally in darkness like Egypt. And number two, centers of confusion. Wilderness nations. Wilderness nations. Number three. Places with demon infestation. And fallen angels. Places with heavy concentration of demon infestation. And fallen angels. Now. When you are spiritual, you will know 
that some places have more evil spirits. Yeah. Now, Jude chapter 1 and verse 6. The angels which kept not their first habitation, their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. So angels which left their first estate, he has reserved or kept to their fallen angels in places called darkness. So there are, there are places with heavy loads of demons. You see, in medicine, we have what we call the viral load. The amount of virus in, like you have HIV, the viral load, so maybe be high. Somebody has a high load of the virus. So if it discharges into you, it's a very high load coming into you, into you. Yes, and some have less of the load, the viral load. So you have places with more spirits. Like it's almost like they are located there, like the prison is there. Do you have places in England where there are prisons? Like this is where they are kept, yes. And so sometimes when there's a jailbreak, it's like your house, before you realize somebody's at your window and he's from the jail. You get what I'm saying? God forbid. (laughs) Yeah. So in the same way, the Bible says that the demons have been kept in chains under darkness. So darkness is a place where a lot of demons have been reserved. Now there are nations and parts of nations which have high load of demons and evil spirits. Now, I was listening to Derek Prince the other day and I heard something quite surprising. And I'm not going to tell you what he said. But I'll tell you part of what he said. But I won't mention the, the names of what he said. He, it was, he was preaching in like 19 something. He said that there are four countries that he has noticed a, a high presence of evil. Yes. High presence of evil. Four countries. And he mentioned the names of the four countries. Yeah. Different countries. And I was surprised at the countries that he mentioned. Yes. He mentioned one that I remember in Africa. Yeah. Name begins with one of the alphabets. Yes. Yes. Begins with one of the alphabets. Many of the many possibilities. And he said, and I was surprised because it was like, must be like 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Yeah, he said, full of evil. He mentioned four countries. He saw money in Europe. And when, I, when I hear it again, I'll, I'll, I'll but I tell you, amazing. And when you're spiritual, you start to notice. Now, there are some places you, you backslide. There are some places you won't backslide. Yeah. Sometimes you, you shouldn't even venture into certain countries. You know, we had people that were in our Bible school they went back to their countries and they completely went bonkers. Yeah, totally. As soon as they got back, the demons just were waiting. You see, in, demons are like intelligent animals. 
Yes, it's like it's more like he knows you. And it because I said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I, actually, the word Jesus, I know. Jesus, I recognize. And Paul, I know him. We're monitoring his movement and all the things he's been doing. But you, we don't, we don't, we don't know. We have not got any records on you. Slaps and beatings. You get it. So there are demons that know you, follow you like dogs. Yes, and there are places where there are a lot of devils. Now, even within England, there are more demons in some parts of England than other places. True or not true? Do you know any places in England? Like where? Where? Southeast? Southeast London? More spirits there? Well, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know NATO. You know NATO. Yeah. Brighton. I don't know. You know. Huh? Oh, really? Wow. Many, I don't, I don't know. You know Nido. I don't know Nido. But there are places like this. It's there. You go there. You, you go there. You, you can finish. If you are not so strong, you don't go there. And it's one of the places that God may send you. William Booth was like that. He went to places with a lot of evil. Yeah, and fought he and his wife. Yeah. So being a candle in the dark, uh, I don't know where God is going to send you, but maybe God is going to send you to a wild place with a lot of fallen angels. Fallen angels and demon spirits. Fallen angels are spirit combined with human beings and angels that were in heaven Lucifer and all the other archangels. They were in heaven and they were powerful and they came down. Yeah. Because somebody asked, how were demons created? God didn't create demons. God created angels. And some fell. Then when they came down, they had sex with human beings and created half human, half spirits. You get it? Yeah. In Genesis chapter 4. And those humans that were created were half human, half spirit. Just like Jesus. Jesus was half human, half spirit. Jesus was a God man. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know that Jesus was a Holy Ghost and Mary. Huh? Holy Ghost and Mary. <laughs> And the, and the evil spirits came down and they joined and they created creatures, giants, and superhuman people. Wicked people. Now, when those people died, the spirits, the half, the new hybrid, became demons. Because where did they go? Because they don't die, the spirits. And that's why God says the flood is so much wicked. He's going to kill. He's going to kill. So he flooded them, but you see that they came back after. That's why they were giants. Yeah, because the spirits didn't die in the flood. Yeah, they didn't die. The, the person would die, the physical, but the spirit would not die. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So it's spiritual. 
So the spirit continued, but it was a combination. And some of them, the fallen angels came and had sex with even animals. And so they created, so that's why a lot of the gods are in the shape of animals. Because the demons give them that worship it, because that's what they look like in the spirit. The demon is like maybe a goat or a cow man. So he gives them, worship me. Because that's what the devil wants. He wants you to take your worship from God to him. Are you with me? Yeah. So, very important that you know that that's one of the places God is going to send you. As a candle in the dark. Amen. Now, number four. Darkness is a country that is under judgment. When God is judging nations, he will, that nation is full of darkness. The, the nation is being punished by God. Beautiful. Revelation chapter 16 verse 9. Everybody check it in your Bible. Write it down. A nation is, darkness is a realm of a nation which is under divine judgment. Revelation 16.9 And the men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed the name of God which had power over these plagues and they repented not to give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vial on the seat of the beast and his kingdom was full of darkness. So a kingdom can be full of darkness. And that darkness is from judgment. Amen. And sometimes you see nations which are full of disasters and tragedies. Wars. And usually that nation is under judgment. Rick Joyner said that we find that God shows that some nations are under judgment. Some are receiving mercy. So if you look at countries like Sierra Leone and Liberia. They've been under judgment. Whether it's war, then after war cutting off of hands and after that Ebola then after that one thing after another and it's like it's a nation under judgment the kingdom shall be full of darkness yes full of darkness yes and it's because the vial of judgment has been poured on the nation yeah so you must be careful and God may send you to a nation that is under darkness. We have a lot of missionaries in Sierra Leone. Yes. In different towns. Yes. There are souls there. They burnt them. They killed them. They cut off their hands. The whole country destroyed. Liberia is like that too. We're sending missionaries right there. How many would I go to send you to a nation under judgment? I'm getting fewer and fewer volunteers. You know, let me read to you a quote. I want to tell you something. I want you all to write it down. It's something that D.L. Moody said. And I think you should all remember it. How many want to know what D.L. Moody said? D.L. Moody was a great evangelist that Billy Graham followed closely. In fact, that statement where you said that one day you hear that I'm dead, don't believe a word of it. I'll be more alive than I am now. It was actually said by D.L. Moody. It's D.L. Moody who said that. But you see, when you follow somebody so much, you, you, they don't even know where the, don't even care where the origin of the thing is from. It's like, hey, it's original. You know? He said, he said when you, one day you hear I'm dead, but don't believe it. 
that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit. My flesh may be dead, but my spirit will be very much alive and with God. This is what D.L. Moody said. And write it down. Are you writing it down? Everybody? Everybody? Are you feeling sleepy? Okay. Oh, you're not feeling sleepy. Okay, then I need somebody with a gun to come and shoot some people who look sleepy. Yeah, come this way. Yeah, stand just over here and point your arsenal in this direction and just, yes, just watch them. Any, any, anybody you see, you just turn to me and ask, go, no, go. And I was, when I say go, then it means you, you fire. All right, so look, st- face this way. Yeah. Don't move, just stand like a soldier. Yeah. And, and be po- pointing in this direction, point like that. Yeah. All right. Now, concentrate on the preaching this way. No, you don't concentrate on the preaching, concentrate on the people. And then the people in the congregation, concentrate on me. Don't look at the people with the guns. All right? Okay. Are you, are you concentrating on the preaching? Now, I'm giving you a, a, a beautiful thing that D.L. Moody said, and I want you to remember it, okay? Afterward, the guys with the guns are going to have to um, write it down. Okay? I hope you write it down. Okay? Listen, write it this way. It says, why don't you turn your life over to Christ? Question mark. Why don't you turn your life over to Christ? Question mark. He can do more with it than you can. Amen. Why don't you turn your life over to Christ? He can do more with it than you can. Wow. Is that not a bomb? He can do more with your life than you can do with your life. (laughs) So why don't you turn your life over to Jesus? He can do more with you than you can do for yourself and with yourself. He can't do much with yourself. So why don't you turn your life over to Christ? Turn it over to him. He can do more with it. Hello, gunman. Gunman, come this way. This guy. Just stand up. Just stand up. Just stand up. No, let let him stand up. (laughs) He should stand to receive the fire. Listen. Okay. Hey, you are supposed to ask me for a go, no go. Stand here. Stand here. Ask him. Ask him first. You have to ask me first. You ask me. What do you want your question? You ask me. Go or no go? Go. Okay. Next time you check permission before you fire. Is it clear? Okay. Take your weapon. Back to your position. Okay, one of you should stand here. One of you come and stand. This side looks also like a place that's in there. And then you move inside. Okay, stand there. Yeah, so guard this whole section here. Okay, 
Move closer so you can see the second and third rows. Don't talk to them. Why are you talking to them? Are you talking to them? Oh, who is the one preaching? Who is the one preaching? Put your weapon down. Hands up. Go. You see, when God uses you to bring judgment to some people, afterwards, he judges you. Yes. Okay, take your weapon. Back to your position. All right. Now, Zabulon. How many Zabulons do you have? What's the first Zabulon you have? Nationwide darkness. Number two, darkness of confusion. Number three, darkness. Don't write it places. Darkness of demon infestations. All right. Then number four. Darkness of a nation under judgment. Yes. Number five. Darkness where there is no love for God. No love of God. Where there is no love of God. It's darkness. Even a church when there is no, dark, no love of God. Love, the love of God is not there. That church is in darkness. First John chapter 2 verse 9. It says... He that says he is in the light and hateth his brother is in darkness. When, when, you, when you say you are in the light and you hate a fellow brother, you are in darkness. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness and walketh in darkness and knoweth not whither he goeth because that darkness has blinded his eyes. So it takes the love of God to love your brothers. Yes. It takes the love of God to love your brothers. So when the love of God is not there, that place is in darkness. If you go to a home where the love of God is not there, the house is in darkness. The house is in difficulty. So God sends us to places where people don't know about God's love. You can't love your brother. And people have to see. That's why there must be peace. If you are a first lover, First love, think about the name. First love. It's love. So you can't have quarrels. I don't talk to her. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to see her. No, no, I don't want to hear my church. Delete, delete, delete. This one, this one, this one, out. Yes. No. Where there's no love. And love for your brother. Love, the love of God. God's love. Is where you, the absence of it is where you have darkness darkness yeah but when there's love forgiveness kindness patience gentleness peace long suffering that's the love of god and there's no darkness yes but when there's no mercy no forgiveness no love that place is full of darkness so you have 
And that love of God, only God can give it. You know, one day there were some people quarreling on the radio in Ghana. Very heated politics. And the other one called him and said, you are not a Christian. That is why you cannot forgive. And he was even more wild than when they told him that. He went, but I said, you are not a Christian. That's why you can't forgive. Yeah. You are not a Christian. That is why you can't forgive. You can't let it go. Because you are not a Christian. He went ballistic. He manifested more. More manifestations. You are not a Christian. That is why you cannot forgive. And you cannot let it go. And that's why it's always showing up. And so places where there's no love and no forgiveness and no mercy are covered with darkness. The Bible says, he that hated his brother is in darkness. He does not know where he is going. He walketh in darkness. It's a realm of darkness. Sisters, no more quarrel. Who quarreled more, sisters or brothers? So that's why we don't want to let you loose. Lest you bring darkness into the whole church. Yes. If you are even a pastor, you must be under us, under leadership, subject to. Otherwise, you delete everybody. A weakness of a woman is deleting you out. You, you. No, I don't. No, no, I don't want to see you. I say I don't want to see you. Oh, why, why you smile at my husband? Why do you speak with a soft voice towards my my husband? I don't like soft voices in this direction. That is out of my perimeter. Are such things existing? Yes. And where there is this darkness, it's only evil confusion. Yeah. And you see the ladies, they look so gentle. But they understand what I'm saying. They themselves, they prefer to work for a man than to work for a, a, a fellow girl. Yeah. True or not true? Yeah. And the more you say true, the more you are delivered from it. You see, those who don't accept things, it stays with you. But Jesus said, because you say you see. Like if you, if, if you say, I am having a hearing problem, then we are giving you a hearing aid. But because say you hear, I have a hearing aid in my pocket, I'm not going to give it to you. So once you say, I don't have that problem, then you don't receive the help. So you stay more in it and it becomes established. Yes. So when you admit things, when you admit things and you say, I have this... It, it opens up, it opens you up to help. I said, no, you have, oh, no, 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 no. Me? How? Look, last week I did, this week I did, two weeks ago I did this. It's it all proofs. <laughs> Sorry, keep your, I would have given you my hearing aid, but since you, 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 you don't have a problem, you can stay with it. True or not True. true. So don't be afraid to say, you know, like if you don't want to be sent to the nations, to any darkness or whatever, you want to stay in the UK darkness, when especially in the Euro darkness zone. Just say, you know, I Lord, this is my problem. I have this problem. I, I don't want you to send me. I beg you, help me. Help me to be this type of flowing person. But I said, no, I don't have a problem. Send, send wherever I, I don't, but you have a problem. 
You have a problem. All right? Are you listening to me? Yeah. So no more darkness. Look, we are, you are going into... So I, when you are in first life, I'm preparing you for marriage. Yeah. Like I'm preparing you for... You know, because, you know, next door to hell is a bad marriage. Yeah. Like if you want to have neighbor, like you are sharing a border. You get what I'm saying? It's bad marriage. It's, it's the neighbor with hell. You are almost in, you feel a lot of the flames on the side of one of the walls. It has very hot. God forbid. Yeah. And and I, you you want to have a marriage with with darkness. Huh? I've I told you to concentrate on what what are you, what are you doing? Concentrate. Are you looking at the people? No more darkness. And it's one of the places that God may send you as a pastor to, you know, go and help people to walk in the love of God. Like right now, what I'm doing, I'm preaching to you. I'm helping you to come out of darkness of your life, your nature, your original behavior, your original character from your home, your selfishness and your wickedness and your quarrelsomeness and your beastliness and your unmarriageability. It's a type of darkness over your life. Yes. So that, and that's what's happening. All the preaching that you have, once you are not angry with the preaching, you'll be changed. Once you're not angry with the preaching, you'll be changed. The one which affects you, say, amen, it's me. Yes. How many are going to start admitting things faster from now instead of defending and say, no, 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 I don't know. Just accept the thing. It's you they are preaching about. Sometimes when you are hearing the you know that it is you, Charlie. Sometimes you even think that, look, the pastor knows something and he's saying something about something that he knows. I mean, he must know something. Hmm. All right. How many types of uh, Zebulons and Naphtalims do you have? Six. It's a realm, it's the realm of unbelief. Where people don't believe in God. Where people don't believe in God. John 12, 46. Where, where, where there's a lot of unbelief. Like here, a lot of unbelief. Isn't it true? They don't believe in a lot of things. They don't believe in NATO. I'm not religious. I'm not religious, isn't it? What do they say? I'm agnostic. I'm not quite sure if there's a God or not. I don't believe in one God. I think maybe there's some cosmic being, but I'm not sure about like being one God. I, I feel some kind of energy sometimes, like some energy when I do certain things, but I'm not sure about a God, you know. I feel some kind of energy. Maybe some cosmic being, you know. Sometimes. I don't know what I believe in God. Wow. That's darkness. 
and go to Switzerland, go to Norway, go to Sweden, go to Germany, go to Denmark, go to France, go all around. Meet the average person. I'm not, I'm not sure whether I believe in God, you know. Wow. A darkness has fallen over Europe. But it was not so recently. God showed me. You know, one time I was in England, I think it was Sunday, and I looked, everybody, nobody going to church. Nobody. And, and the Lord said to me, it wasn't always like this. Darkness came. They used to go to church. These great people, William Carey, William Booth, John Wesley, they are English people. Eh? They are English men. They, they, they are English men. <laughs> They're not Africans. They are English men. British boys. London boys. This town. Huh? They are not French. Or they are English. English. <laughs> These are English people. Spurgeon. John Wesley, Charles Wesley, Derek Prince, Englishmen. Wow. Amazing. So friends, Darkness has fallen over Europe. But God has, now you see, you don't even have to be sent. You're already in Zabulon and Naphtali like Charlie. I mean, you're already there. Tell your your fellow candle, hey, we are in Zabulon, you know. And when you see somebody coming, who you want to witness to, you say, you tell him, look, a Zabulonian is is coming. Let's let's take take up this Zabulonian. And Naphtalanian. You spot a Zab- Zabulonian and say, look, let's take on this Zabulonian. Bring him out of darkness. Yeah. That's it. You're already there. You're already there. You're already in the mission. And that's why I'm giving you the mission. I believe we are in striking distance of 5,000 souls. In Jesus' name. Wow, demons are screaming, I tell you. Kaba Shakaya. First Peter 2 9. You are a chosen generation. You have a song like that. Do uh, you have it in this your funky style? Do you have one of it in that funky style, man? I like your praise and worship, but I've not seen that kind of praise and worship. I mean, I felt I was in a new place, man. Wow. Hmm. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show for the praises. Show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. So God called you out of darkness, out of unbelief into his life. So darkness is a, a, a realm of unbelief. Luke 1, 76. 
and thou child shall be called a prophet of the highest are the, are the gunmen watching are they doing their work watch out for them so that if they lose con- if they lose co- I mean concentration you can report them immediately because if they get you they will not spare you so if you also get them you shouldn't spare them what do you think it's a good policy isn't it thou child shall be called the prophet of the highest for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God whereby the day spring from on high has visited us verse 79 to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet to the way of peace amen now anybody where they are, there is unbelief they don't know God that place is called darkness number seven darkness of ignorance darkness of ignorance first Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 4 it says but ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief you are not in darkness he says but the time of seasons and times of the times and seasons you have no need that i write unto you for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the lord comes as a thief in the night for when they shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction comes on them as a woman as upon a woman with child they shall not escape but you brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief in the night amen so at the the thief who's that yeah 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 (laughs) pull the person out here bring the bring the prisoner this way Is it a male or female prisoner? Are they resisting arrest? They are resisting arrest. Hey! Okay, I'm coming. Who's that? This this young lady here. Come, come, come. Come, come. Follow me. Why why are you resisting arrest? Why, why, why are you arguing? You should have said, oh, mercy. Sorry, yes and sorry. Have you not been taught the two master keywords? 
yes and sorry. Huh? Sorry, sir. Huh? Sorry, Bishop. What about yes? Yes, Bishop. I think she takes it as a joke. I think she takes it like a kind of like go. It's a go. Okay. All right. Now, what is she? Is she not happy? Are you happy? Wait, are you happy or not? I'm happy. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. No, I. Yes, yes, I am Bishop. Uh, I'm excited. You're excited? <laughs> I think you need come stand here. Are you excited or not excited? Fire her till she's excited. Okay, alright. I think she'll be excited now. Okay. All right. Is she happy? She's very happy. Bishop Richard, check whether she's happy or not. She said she's happy. She's excited. Is there a mood swing? No, no mood swing. Are you anxious? Depressed? Happy? Yes, Bishop. You want more? No, you're, you're okay. Are you grateful? Yes. <laughs> okay, let her go back. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. After, come for a, a selfie. I'll do a selfie with you. Come. to the, the gunmen thank them thank them thank you for waking me up very good very good all right <laughs> okay all right darkness of ignorance please we are finishing Now, everywhere there is darkness, ignorance, there is darkness. So, in this case, he said, that day should not overtake you like a thief in the night. Where it's like you are sleeping, you didn't even know the thief was going to come. You understand? So, you are not in darkness. You are not in darkness. That that day should overtake you as a thief. So when things surprise you and you don't know things and there's a lot of ignorance, then there is darkness. So nations which are full of backwardness, lack of knowledge, lack of education are often in darkness and in difficulty. So God will be sending you to nations where there's a lot of ignorance, backwardness, and development. Can you think of any such countries in the world? Can you think of any region or continent with such darkness? (laughs) It starts with one of the alphabets. 
Yes. It's a type of darkness. And when there is knowledge, education, information, then more light comes. Yes. More light comes. So how many would like to be sent to nations that are lacking education, ignorant, they don't know much? You like to go there? How many would like to go to the nation full of demons, fallen angels? Are you ready for that? You will not raise your hand for that one. Huh? How many are ready to go to nations that are under judgment? Uh, you better be raising your hand. <laughs> willingly, willingly. Don't give God any conditions about where he should send you. This is the main thing. Don't say, no, I want, don't want demons. I want European this. I want this. I want that. No. Just say, Lord, here I am. What did I give you from D.L. Moody? Give your life to, why don't you give your life to Christ? He can do more with it than you can. He can do more with it than you can. So why don't you give your life to Christ? He can do more with it than you can do. Far more than I could do. Look at me preaching to you here in England. Far more than I could have done myself with my life. There is no way under this earth I'll be standing here talking to people at this age all these years I'll be a doctor at this time. No way he can do far more with my life than I can do with my life. Far more. Far. I want to give my life to him for him to control my life. He can do more with my life than I can do with my life. If he says we are placed with fallen angels, we are going there. If he says here we are going there. If he, anywhere he says we go, we go in there. Yeah. If it's a place with a lot of ignorance. Hey, uh, Pastor, you know, I, this place that people don't understand anything. The people are... We went to Guinea-Bissau, I tell you. They had never had seen a crusade before. Yeah, Guinea-Bissau. We were in Mozambique. We had a crusade. The people came with their drinks, their girlfriends. They thought it was like a party. They had a crusade like that before. They came with the drinks. You remember? Were you there? Yeah. They came with drinks, drunk, coming. It's like there's nothing like a crusade before. Nobody would go there for any reason under, under the sun. They came there drinking with their girlfriends and they thought it was like a big party. Something that we've advertised with posters, crusade, announcement, done everything, media, everything, miracles. They came there, I mean, coming to drink, booze with their girlfriends, this music. Amazing. Guinea-Bissau, they didn't know what to do at the crusade. It's amazing. And these are places of ignorance. Places with blackness of darkness of ignorance. You can't sit here in England and say, oh, they should go to hell. If God wants them to go to heaven, he should somehow get the gospel to them or the gospel to them or them to the gospel. I don't know how he's going to do it, but that's not our concern. You can't do That's what the church has done and the whole world is taken over by other religions. It's that very attitude that has, has brought the church into poverty, into poverty and darkness. You can't sit here and say, I don't know how those places are going to know. It's not my concern. It is your concern. It is your concern. And like the song said, if you would only take an interest in these people as much as you love yourself and you love your own life, you can be a candle in the dark. You can't leave it for someone who is going to think about it. Who is going to go there? No, I mean, you, you, who do you think which church and which people are going to go where? That's the reason why people are poor. 
I've watched pastors and Christians for years. They don't have money. Always preaching about money is because they've left the real work. The reason why God will give us money, the reason why he will bless us, the reason why he will even give us life, the reason why he will even heal us and keep us from sin and from evil, the reason why he will support us with his power, we've left it. We are doing other things. We are shining more light into places which have flood light. We are like funny, almost bordering on insanity. The church behavior. Yes. And you see as people are giving testimonies. I'm taking nitrous oxide. I'm taking this. I'm doing this. Marijuana. This, that. It's like, it's like, it's like we could have been in the UK. So we don't care. We don't know how people in Aston should know God. If God wants to save them, he should somehow bring the gospel to Aston or bring Aston to the gospel. That's the mind that has created all the poverty. You look at churches begging for money. You can't put on the television and not see somebody begging for money. It's just amazing. The real reason for salvation and for Jesus coming, for us to be a light to the world. He was a light. A light shining in Zabulon and Naphtali. And he said, now you are the light. Go into the world. Preach the gospel. So, (laughs) if God wants to save somebody, (laughs) he must know how to save. How did you get saved? How did you get saved? How can you say thank you to God? How, How did somebody like you come to be here? somebody like you not fry as a kebab or turn around on the roast on the roast huh ask yourself God has been kind to you we have not been kind towards the people that he loves we have not given our hearts to the work that he gave us and yes I recognize all these type of wild types of darkness darkness of ignorance full of unbelievers unbelief Darkness of poverty and wilderness, darkness, nations under judgment, nations under darkness, entire nations enveloped with darkness. These are Zabulons and Naphtalis of today, and they are going to see a great light. Your arrival is, uh, is expected. You are expected in places where God is going to use you. Yes, they're waiting for you to come, to go, and to say, Yes, Lord. For what you did for me, you didn't let me go to hell. You were so kind to step in when I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been saved. You stepped in. I can never give you any condition till I die of what I will do for you. Never till I die can I give you any, 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 any condition of what I, I will do for you. I, I'll do for you except this. Now, cannot be. You will be the most wicked person to do that. God should rather be restraining you and telling you, hey, you cannot just go. You have to prepare. You can't just do this. You have to control you. That's the kind of church I want to be in. I don't want to be in a church. I have to be as if I'm waking up a dead horse. You know, I, I ride horses. I used to ride a lot. I used to ride every, almost every day. And I've ridden horses that when you ride, I tell you, you can feel the power in the horse, the muscles, the strength. You pull it, it, it doesn't feel it. You, you, you pull back the reins. It's very strong. Muscles and strength. 
the slightest move with your hand. One time I was holding a whip. Slight move. I, I didn't even know what I did. It just sits with the eyes. It's a slight move. And he was in a gallop. And this is a racehorse. Very fast. Just say, I, I don't know what happened. He, he just thought maybe I want. And he just took off like that. Top speed. You, the air is blowing. I was holding the hot wind blowing. Top speed. They were chasing me. It was a very fast horse. And I was on, on another horse another time. You beat it. You raise the whip. You kick it. You use spares. You do everything. No change until he eventually stopped. He said, Yeah, I'm not going no no needle to nowhere today. Which of these do you want to be? For Jesus. Jesus is your rider. Do you want to be the race horse, muscular race horse, which is ready for a gallop at the slightest, the slightest flicker. That's who you are going to be for God. You're going to say thank you to God with your life. Amen. Quickly. Number eight. Darkness. It's only up to ten. Then we are ending. Darkness is a realm supervised by anywhere that is supervised by Satan. Ephesians 6.12. Supervised by Satan and evil spirits. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So there are places that are ruled, rulers of the darkness. Who is that? At the back there? Okay. I forgive. I forgive. Let, let another person say, Bible said, let him that is doing evil, let him do it. Please, I want to finish. Forgiveness is part of light. <laughs> Candle in the dark. We have to practice what we are preaching. Rulers of the what? Rulers of what? darkness one day somebody had a vision on a particular place of the road there was a skeleton the skeleton was standing up and holding a calabash do you know what is a calabash calabash what is a calabash it's like an earthenware kind of pot yeah and it was full of blood and he was waiting to take the blood of people who have an accident he was the one causing the accident at that place and so there were a lot of accidents there in fact there are some places on some of the roads they, they even write 30 people have died here 70 people have died here like this and it's always they always always accidents unexplained accidents yeah. So there are places that are ruled by devils. 
And when you enter those places, the rulers of the darkness, supervised by Satan. Yeah. Now, the darkness sometimes are unbelievers. Sometimes you have a parent who is an unbeliever, and his darkness as you are light. And the demons will now not be happy with you. You you think that now that you found Christ, your parent will be happy with you that you found Jesus. And you'll be surprised to see that it is like they want you to do evil. Yes. You'll You'll be shocked. They want you to go out with some boy and come the next day or come in the morning and it's like they know that's that's what you do. True or not true? Yeah, because and it doesn't even make sense. Now that your life is straight, now that you are better, you know, you are different, you be you think that everybody's going to say, "Wow. Congratulations." But no. No. I know parents because they are unbelievers, they don't know God. So they are ruled by, by these spirits. So when you live in the house even, it's, you are in darkness. Yes. And there's a way to live. You need a lot of wisdom to live with places that are in darkness, ruled by darkness. You need a lot of wisdom. Otherwise, you, you'll, be, you'll be shocked. You'll be advised. Yeah. You'll be advised to go back to darkness. Not all people have faith. Not all parents and not all relatives have faith. Yeah. And when we send people on the mission, not everybody is in favor. That's why every missionary has to sign, even grown-ups. Your parents sign before you step out. Anybody you step out, you, they sign a consent form. Oh yeah, you sign. I agree for my child to go on this mission. Otherwise, you are not going nowhere. Yeah. Because we, we are experienced. And they, they blame the church for this and that. But you have to agree. And a lot of people don't have faith. So, it's, it's the rulers of the darkness. I mean, look at the, look at the, 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 the governments. I mean, you would, want, you would think that now the government's duty is to promote certain evils. I mean, there are certain heads of state we can say basically they came to this world to promote evil. There's poverty, there's difficulty. You didn't bring that up. You are an evangelist for promoting things that are against the word of God and unnatural. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's official. It's government back. It's paid for. It's what the people want. They don't want you to pray. Say, don't pray in the school. Don't read your Bible. Don't mention God. Mention, tell children at this age, decide whether you are a boy or a girl. It's amazing. And it's official. It's official. And you, you, you even, it, it, it defies all thinking, all logic. But it shows you that something else is ruling, not a human being. Yeah. That's why I say a lot of things you see that there's something else ruling. All right. How many types of darkness do you have? Number nine. 
Number nine. Darkness is a realm that is loved by the unbeliever. It's a world of sin and evil deeds. It's a world of sin and evil deeds. John 3.19 This is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Alright? So it's loved a place where unbelievers love. They love it. And finally, number 10. Darkness is the theater and the arena for all evil deeds where wickedness is practiced. This is the realm where the works of the devil are exhibited. Ephesians chapter 5. Darkness is the theater, the arena for evil deeds. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 9. The fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. But rather reprove them. God says we should rebuke them and say it's wrong. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Amen. Let us not. So it's a realm where bad things. Bad things flourish easily. And it's called unfruitful works of darkness. Yeah, it can happen in the light. Certain things cannot happen. Now, how many know that evil is increasing in the world? Yes. World is becoming more dangerous, more evil, more wickedness, more sin, more immorality. And God is showing us, hallelujah, that there are places where you can practice evil more easily. How many of you, you you didn't used to live here, then when you came here, you you went wild? Raise your hand. Like, you didn't used to live here, but as soon as you arrived, like, you went wild. Yeah, raise your hand. Raise your hand. Look, stop pretending. I'm surprised you people pretend so much. Yes. You went wild. Yeah. You went wild? How how is wild? Tell us what's wild. Um, Basically, so I came from Ghana. And, <laughs> and when I got here, I started watching more pornography. Uh, yeah. So um, when my mom leaves the house, that's when I'll go under my blanket and I'll be watching, watching. I'll be watching gays, lesbians. Um, yeah. So. And you were learning things. Yeah, learning different styles. <laughs> yeah. So you had that opportunity to practice them? No, unfortunately, no. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately? Hmm. You, you, you went wild. What happened when you went wild? Um, I used to live in Zimbabwe and I moved Shh. I used to live in Zimbabwe yeah? and I moved here when I was 10 um, as soon as I moved here I started being some way to my father I used to talk back to him he used to try and instruct me and I'd be like no and it got to a point where he said he'd had enough so he told me to go and live with my mum when I moved in with my mum everything was okay but as I grew older and older I started getting boyfriends I started sneaking out of my house I started doing... Sneaking out. 
like everybody's asleep even before they go to sleep like i <laughs> i do the dishes and then i go upstairs quiet yes i do the dishes and then i go upstairs i stuff my bed and i know that my mom she was she's a nurse so she works night shifts and my stepdad he stays in his room and watch tv so i know that nobody would come and look for me or or anything so i'd stuff my bed sneak out of the the window downstairs and leave it slightly open so that when i come back oh i i leave my pajamas behind the couch as well so that when i come back i put my pajamas on and it's like i came downstairs for a drink that was it She learned it from James Bond. Um, I'd go to the park actually to be with my boyfriend. When I was younger, I wasn't allowed out. My parents would always say no, stay home and stuff. So you went wild. Yes, for sure. Yes. Who else went wild? Boys went wild. Come here. You went wild. So, Bible says unfruitful. Shh unfruitful works of darkness you went wild what happened to you hello Bishop um, a lot a lot a lot um, so I started hanging around with the wrong crowd drinking oh I was in Nigeria so I moved here <laughs> so I was in Nigeria um, I moved here um, in Nigeria I was more like focused on God I moved here you're focused on God yeah yeah and then I moved here and then um, I went to college, and then I started meeting friends, and then started showing me things, and then uh, things. <laughs> things. Okay, okay, okay. Like, like we, we'll, like we we'll smoke, we we'll smoke, we we'll link, like girls. Well, that's the term, link. Like meet with girls at ungodly times, you know. Um, try to do certain things. So. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Bring the mic. Stop. Lift your hand. Come. Lift your hand. Go. All right. Okay. Okay. Hey. Hey. Stop. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Here you go. Continue. Yeah. No more things. No more things. Speak English. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bishop. Are you excited that you've been? I'm very excited. I'm very. I'm, 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 I'm awake. You're awake. Very awake. Okay. So, um, we try to um, touch girls ungodly in an ungodly manner. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> it sounds a little bit Yeah, and then um, I used to sneak out of my house as well. Uh, sneak out, uh, just um, similar, sneak out the window. And now, now you are saved. Now I'm saved. I just thank God for um, bringing me to first love. You know, um, my life has really changed, like, coming to this church. So, um, yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a blessing, yes. yes wow. Sure. And it's a blessing meeting you as well for the first time. Huh? It's a blessing meeting you as well. Meeting me? Yeah, in person. Oh, like, just on YouTube, YouTube, but... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. All right, sit down. Are you ready to be a candle in the dark? What, 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 what 
are the ten types of darkness? Number one. Number one is what? Nation in darkness, isn't it? Total nations in darkness. Number two. Huh? Darkness of confusion. Are you ready to go to darkness of confusion? Are you ready to go to a a country that is confused? I want to see those who are ready to go to anywhere there's confusion. This side here, at the back there. Uh Uh-huh, good. No restrictions. Number three. Darkness of what? Demon infestation. Yes. Yes. Number four. A country under divine judgment. Number five. Darkness what? Where there's no love for God. No love of God at all. People don't like God. People don't want God. It's a place of darkness. There's no love. No love. It's a place of darkness. It's hatred. Wickedness. A lot of the wars in the world, there's no love, no forgiveness. They had war for years. Number six. A world of unbelief. Darkness of unbelief. People don't believe in any nation where they don't believe in God. Is, it, darkness has fallen. Has fallen. But it was not like that before. Remember Billy Graham preached in this very England. Wembley Stadium was full. British people went. John Wesley is an Englishman. Was an Englishman. William Carey was an Englishman. William Booth. They are famous worldwide preachers. They are all from here. But now darkness has fallen over the country. And they don't believe it. A generation has come who say, I don't, I don't know what I believe in God, you know. I believe I'm not religious. I believe in positive energy. I think religion just divides us all, you know. So how did we come here? Huh? You see, can you imagine a beautiful Mercedes Benz just coming out of the sea when you see it with all the computers and everything and it just came out of the water? The water formed it by a group of chemical reaction between the salt and the water and, and this machine. It takes faith to believe in that. Yes. You actually need faith to have faith to believe in something as absurd as that. that things just came from an, a big explosion. It's amazing. You need to actually have faith to believe serious faith that this car beautiful car just came from a big explosion and when everything cleared there it was glass the windows exits bluetooth speakers airbags everything and a dolphin brought it to the shore and the mercedes benz is giving birth to other mercedes benzes since it came on since it came on on the shore it borders on insanity. 
It takes faith to believe such nonsense. Next that type of darkness. Huh? Ignorance. Do you know any countries where there's a lot of ignorance? Yeah. And now there's a lot of nations. I, I keep on meeting people who say they never heard of Lazarus and the rich man. Yeah. Never heard of Lazarus, rich man. This is the first time they heard of the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Always remember one of the best stories to ever tell is repeat the story of Lazarus and the rich man. What Jesus said. Always just keep on saying it. Just read Luke 16. Just say the whole story. Don't invent new, no, no, no needle. Just repeat the story. It's a good story. It's a detailed story. Just repeat it and learn how to tell the story over and over again. Yes. All right. Darkness of ignorance. What's the next type of darkness? Yes, realm supervised. So if your house is has um, darkness, unbelievers, and supervised by Satan, mercy. You are out in Jesus' name. Amen. Number nine. Realm. Why is it loved by the unbeliever? Sin and evil deeds, yes. Every bad thing is flowing. And number 10? Huh? All evil deeds, yes. Unfruitful works of darkness. Yeah. So now God is sending you. How many realize that the UK qualifies for this darkness in about three or four areas? You see that you are already in Zabulon and Naphtali. Yeah. But, but there are almost places that we still need to go to. Otherwise, the gospel is hidden from those people. Are you listening to me? All right. Now, that's where God is going to send us. And you see, we must all aim to be a candle in the dark. A missionary. Yeah. And even in, right here in the UK, you are a missionary. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm so excited to see all of you because you people did not exist before. Yeah. You know, we've been, in, we've been in a church for a long time, but you guys did not exist. But through the First Love Church, the efforts of reaching out, so many of you have come to know the Lord. We could have just left you. And said, we don't know how, if God wants you to be saved, he'll somehow let the gospel come to you or you come to the gospel. Ida's going to sing the song again. You can listen. Those words, almost all the words from William Carey. Yeah. Many of the things from William Carey. It, it was his frustration. He, he felt a great frustration with the church. Why? Why don't they care about anybody else? Why do they just think of themselves? Since they have so much light here, is it not their responsibility to, be, to go out there and, and share what they have. And that mind must be in you. Amen. That's the only correct mind. No other mind. No matter your job and no matter who you are. Your mind must be. I must be. It's God whom I say no. I need you here. 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 I need you there. But not you saying. Hey Lord. Here am I. Send these guys. This guy, this guy couldn't get a husband. Let, let, let her go. This, this one couldn't marry. This one didn't prosper. Send them. They are down and out already. But I, I can go no to no NATO mission. 
working in the bank. Look at Pastor David's church in Jamaica. He was working here at HSBC. He was in the London church. He was no NATO in the church. And I said, go to Jamaica. Yeah, go to Jamaica. Look at his church building. What he's done there. Just one person obeying. Just one person, okay, I'll go. I said, will you go? Say, I'll go. His family told him, you don't go to no Jamaica. No Jamaica going to listen to no, no Ghanaian come from no London. They told him, they said, nobody's going to listen. People in Caribbean don't listen to people from Africa. That's what they told him. I said, go. We've been doing this for a long time. And there are people who are ready to be a candle in the dark. I'll go alone. And tomorrow I'll show you what is needed to be a candle in the dark. Yeah. Thank God. If William Carey has said, Indian don't listen to no white man. Huh? Where would we be? If, if the Swiss people who came to Ghana as missionaries had said, no, no Ghana man is going to listen to no white man from Switzerland. By now I'll be speaking and saying so many things to you. I wouldn't know no Jesus. But somebody came and died for me to know Jesus. I don't see why I should do any other job than telling people about Jesus. Serving Jesus is an honor. It's a sign of gratefulness. You know, one day a, a, a young lady was going to get married. I'm closing. I'm about, I'm about, was going to get married, you know, and I told her, I called her, I said, look, this is an honor for you. I called her, this is an honor. Promise me you behave. Promise me you behave. Because he, he wouldn't have married you. But there's a reason why he's marrying you. And I promise me you behave. Because it's an honor. It's not easy to be chosen. There are more girls than boys. True or not true? There are more girls than boys. If you've been chosen, somebody says, I like you. It's a blessing. So if God chooses you and you are saved. You must bear in your hearts the decision to show gratitude to the Lord for the rest of your life. Can I have an amen? amen. But you're already soldiers. You know, you've been sitting here since the morning just listening to the word of God. A lot of people can't do that. You don't know how to sit around and listen to the word. They're like they'll die by now. They'll be dead. But you are alive. You are present. You are listening to what it means to be a candle in the dark. And the reason why, you know, sometimes when Ida is singing, I say, you can dance, but like, you, you have to listen to what you are. Yeah, you have to listen. You can't just say, ooh, groovy. (laughs) Yeah. You can dance, but you have to listen. When you listen, you see that the song is talking to you long before the preaching starts. Yeah. Changing you, rebuking you, correcting you, telling you to be grateful, telling you to be a candle in the dark. Amen. Amen. 
Father, thank you for the blessing of these wonderful soldiers who are strong enough to stay up to this time. Bless us, Lord, as we serve you. We give you thanks. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. was an obligation for the disciples to disperse themselves to every nation every corner of the inhabited globe every corner of the inhabited to globe to preach to every creature to preach to every creature without exception without exception without limitation without limitation
sent me into this dark world. Please use me somehow. Please use me somehow. Oh Lord, as a candle in the dark. Lord, I want to be a candle in the dark. Many people say. What do the people say? The commission is completed. Is the commission completed? By the ministry of the apostles. They say we have many souls in our own country. If God intends the salvation of the world, He will somehow bring the gospel to them. Or bring them to the gospel. Today, most Christians sit at ease, have no concern for lost sinners. Is it true? They don't want to be candles in the dark. Will you be a candle? Can you sing it? I want to be a candle. Be a candle in the dark. Lord, I want to be a candle in the dark. A light to the world. Be a witness for my Lord. He sent me into this dark Consideration of you sit at ease. Are you sitting at ease? I offer these observations. If the whole body of Christians entered heartily into the Great Commission and loved the souls of their fellow creatures more than they love themselves. And more than they love their own lives They could become candles in the dark They could become saviors of this world Candles in the dark How many want to be candles in the dark? A light to the world. 
my Lord, please send me into this dark world. Please use me somehow. Oh Lord, you want God to use you somehow? bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.